podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Hi everyone. We all know the challenges faced by professional and skilled migrants when it comes to finding work in Australia. And if you have worked as a project management professional with extensive experience, it's possible to become frustrated when looking for work. Well, not for Ramanathan, also known as Sri Ram. He is a project management professional from India and came to Australia after working in India and Middle East for over 14 years. Let's talk to Sri Ram and learn how he found work in Australia. Welcome Ram, welcome to Your Career Down Under podcast. Thank you, Naisha. Thanks for inviting me to this podcast. So, Ram, before we begin talking about the nitty-gritties of finding work as a new migrant, can you tell us a little bit about your career story? What kind of work did you do before you came to Australia and what do you do now? Yeah. So, I am from India, as you said. I am from Kerala, southernmost tip of uh, India. Yeah, so, that's uh, I have God's a, own country. Yeah, God's own country, of that's course. That's right. Yeah, so I hail from a place called Cochin. Mm. So, and uh, I did all my studies in Kerala. So, mm. I did my engineering over there. Then, after that, I worked in India for more than around 10 years. Okay. So, various parts of India. I was in uh, Bombay, I was in Delhi, mm-hmm. then I was in Bangalore, uh, in Gujarat also. I was okay. in, I had pretty much covered all of India. Then I moved to Middle East. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was in Qatar. That was my major part. Like I was there for almost six years. Okay. And India, I would say around eight years initially in India. Okay. So total around 14 years. So experience I have. Excellent. Then, yeah. Then I started planning for moving to Australia when I came to Australia in the year of 2016 hmm. as a tourist. So I came with my family to Melbourne. Then we had a full Australia trip. I went to Adelaide, Sydney, Gold right. Coast, Cairns and all. So that seed of thought of, okay, this is a place which where there is a good future for my family, yeah. I felt. Yeah, so I thought, okay, I should try for the PR mm. and all those things. And there was one cute and interesting story also, which I would sure. like to share. Sure. Actually, in the year 2004, once I passed out of my college, one of my well-wishers you have many acquaintances right absolutely yeah so like he was a very senior professor and all he said that many of his relatives and all had gone to australia and Mm. new zealand and you why don't you send a letter to the embassy of australia and embassy Mm. of new zealand that you are interested so like i sent a letter to embassy of australia and embassy of new zealand and embassy of new zealand was very kind enough to they gave me a full list of documents and all Mm. But I, at that point of time, I was thinking, okay, this is not like weird. I cannot even fathom the thought that I will be one day <laughs> going to Australia or New Zealand. But when I look back now, I mm. think I missed an opportunity there actually. Because at that yeah. point of time, I'm talking about the year 2004. I think the opportunities are much oh, wow. more at that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what I would means urge, it means one of the learning I would like to share is that never belittle what 
your capabilities are in, yeah. uh, as, a, as always we think that okay this is not my cup of tea mm. or something unless you try and fail that's not a problem but yeah. not trying is the biggest mistake yeah. that's what yeah. i would like to yeah. share here so this is my short career yeah. story so yeah. and mainly i'm from an oil and gas background sure and uh, yeah and i more because i was in qatar so i had from oil and gas background Absolutely. mostly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and right now here i am working with origin energy right now got uh, it okay a, yeah business analyst yeah Excellent. Excellent. That reminds me, you know, when I first started to think about going to Australia mm-hmm. was even before was even in year 2000, mm-hmm. when 2000 to 2001, when I was changing my job at that time and I, somebody told me about Australia. So I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. but then I found job and then it went on for six mm-hmm. years and here I am. I came here in 2007. So that's mm-hmm. understand that we sometimes Mm. miss out those opportunities yeah. You know? yeah obviously your story quite resonated with many migrants who mm. come to australia for better future for themselves mm. for their mm. family mm. but at the same time struggle you yeah. know struggle yeah. to put their food in the door it's not yeah. i don't mm. see mm. that that's migrants really lack enthusiasm mm. or commitment and drive Mm-hmm. Uh, to get their food in the door. But if you tell us a little bit more about the preparation that you did before yeah. you even came here, so that would be quite insightful, Ram. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I think I have done a quite rigorous preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there is actually two parts to the preparation, right? One yep. one preparation is how to get to the PR and second part is like the how to get a job. So yep. once I had the seed of thought, then I went back and then I was... Uh, Again, for one year, I was having this thought whether or not, whether it is right. And then finally, I decided to make the plunge. And what I did was that I did the proper research of all these things, like how to get the PR and all those yep. things. And then I started preparing for that. So I gave the, all the IELTS, PTE and all. Mm. But for me, it took only six months to get my PR, actually. I started okay. Yeah, I started in the month, uh, 2017, April. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where I started the process. Means the started do preparing for IELTS yep. and all. I got my PR on 2018 Jan. Oh, wow. And I got my invitation in a day, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, because I had means I had the sufficient points with me. So yeah. and I did a very, my engineer, only delay was because engineers Australia took more time. Ah. They lost my ID or something. Ah, and because okay. of that, otherwise, even I would have got my PR much more earlier. So that was mm. the first part, actually. I got almost a year back my PR, like more than a year back my PR. Oh, wow. January 2018. Okay. Then I started, or now I need to ensure that I need to get the job. So I started looking for all the LinkedIn and yeah. various, I started listening to all the talk. I used to listen to you, the podcast prepared by you also. Yeah. Like, and that's how I came to know about Vinish Balan also. Yes. So who was a guiding force also. Absolutely. Yeah. So then what I did was that I started, I need to prep myself to make sure that I am job ready in Australia. Yeah. For that, I did many certifications, like okay. which is related to my field, like PMP. I did my PMI, PBA and mm. all those things. And I was like for six years and all, I never attended a job interview after came into How would you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. So now I need to, like, I was like worried, now shall I face it? Because mm. once you are in a certain level in India and the Middle East, it's all yeah. through contacts. You Absolutely. just go, okay, are you, are you ready to come? Okay, just come over. Absolutely. No interview, no formality, Absolutely. nothing. You just, so now I need to face an interview. I need to yeah. start process. So I started listening to all these uh, mm. migrant stories and all. That's the basic preparation I did. Then what are the opportunities having in the LinkedIn? And mm. I started looking at the profile of successful migrants. Okay, okay, how they have done the career progression in that. Mm. 
so that was another thing okay now they did the certification that mm. might have helped them so many i saw that people are doing some certifications in even in australia so mm. i get a good idea of what all things i can do like i had some plan a plan b plan yeah. c plan d in my mind okay sure. if this is not working okay i will do you some certification Yeah, yeah, something of that sort. So like yeah. that, I plan, and I took almost a year so that I would save mm. sufficient money, yeah. uh, uh, sufficient money to uh, ensure that I am here for at least one year. I am able to survive without yeah. a job in Australia. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And Sorry to interrupt, but if I can go back to a bit around what you said about the qualifications, the extra mm-hmm. qualifications that you pursued. Mm-hmm. How did you work that out that you would need? this set of qualifications because a lot of the migrants when they arrive here then they find out oh i should be pursuing this i should have done that i should have done that how did you figure that out that you would need to get some extra qualifications or certifications so what i did was that like i started looking at the job opportunities which are related to my field mm. what are the certifications they are asking actually during mm. like they will say that in the job opportunity that preferably you should have a pmp certificate mm. preferably you should have done this tafe course or something preferably you should do something so that will give an added advantage see you don't mm. have the local experience so what else you need to show to them okay yeah. i have all these certifications i have these experiences mm. so all these things you need to highlight so you need to highlight your strengths right so this is just adding up to your strength actually and i will put a word of caution that when you are doing certifications you need to ensure that whether they are valid in australia because mm. for example when i did my pmp after that i understood that prince 2 is much more valued in australia Means, mm. but it's not that pmp is not valued uh, sure. but it's yeah so you need to like understand what is the requirement like say for a chartered accountant in india his mm. chartered accountancy is not valid in australia you need to do a chartered accountancy similar course in australia mm. or the same with the doctor like whatever mbbs he has done sure. there it's not valid in australia. you need to pass the prep test here right So mm. you need to prepare for that. Actually, any country, for that matter, mm. if you are migrating, mm. you need to follow the local law. Got it. So, did you speak to anyone to sort of figure out what extra things you need, or did you just solely relied on the advertised jobs to figure out the gaps in your qualifications or vocational skills? Yeah, I used to talk to many people also. Okay. Like I had many friends mm. over here who had migrated from my previous yeah. companies and all. So one of my friend was in Sydney. so he was working with me in bangalore so yeah. i linked up with him i renewed my uh, like uh, linking with him through linkedin and uh, start making phone calls and i used to say that i am doing this whether this is right or what should i do so he also mm. used to give me he struggled for 3 4 months to get a job i believe so yeah. he also told what all things you need to do yeah. and what all things he did all these things he knew, uh, he told me so like that and many some of my other friends were also there who had recently migrated so they also told me their stories and how yeah. they did so i had all kind of stories available i sure. have one friend who took one and a half years to get a job there wow. was one friend and there was another friend who got a job within a month right okay yeah. that brings us to probably unsavory or sometimes you know mm. quite horror stories of other migrants struggling mm. to find work mm-hmm. how did you kept yourself sane and positive in the face of those things that was coming at you i would say that it is up to the individual Mm. and one thing i would like to say is that uh, like i am quite a spiritual guy so i used okay. to like listen to lot of the like, spiritual talks and sure. all those things to keep myself motivated i will not lie here that of course there were days that why i took this decision i am yeah. I, was, i was well fine in qatar everything is yeah. there there will be days that yeah. you cannot deny that Absolutely. but the thing is that 
at the end of the day like if you are doing something like i would ensure that at least i doing some job search or i am giving up like applying some jobs mm. or something mm. so that at the end of the day when i am going for the sleep i should think that okay i, I did not give up i had i am doing something to towards one step at a time at least yeah. i'm doing something so that is yeah. the only thing i want to say to sure. all the people that there will be negative thoughts you yeah. cannot but the thing is that in spite of that thought you should continue what you are doing because mm. you cannot get bogged down with what you are thinking like yeah. it, it's very easy to get bogged down and mm. do, and throw it away so yeah. uh, and that i realized after mm. coming to australia even more when i started seeing i was in melbourne initially sure. and i saw a lot of students here mm. and the yeah. am, amount of struggle they are undergoing just to get a pr yeah. for them we are like okay you have got the pr now your life is much more secure i was thinking okay i have only got a pr for that you are struggling this much so i yeah. understood that how lucky i am compared to a Absolutely. student who has spent almost like 80 lakhs and all to I just know. to study here and then they need to get a job then they need to get a pr then they need to get yeah. settled so so much process and at a very young age they are struggling also yeah. so yeah. struggle is everywhere so it's up yeah. to you whether yeah. so yeah. that was a real eye opener mm. for me actually mm. so i think the more or less you have kept your failings into a mm. perspective mm. rather than being bogged down by that you continue yeah. to sort of soldier on mm. yeah and yeah. took those in your stride that's mm. very important thing so mm. now let's look at the kind of strategies that you used mm-hmm. to get your foot in the door what were some of the things that you used to get attention of recruiter or to get attention of the employer what kind of things you did yeah like for here each individual should have his own strategy actually because mm. he only knows what is his strength what is his weakness and all yeah. those things and also his job profiles like for example i was from a oil and gas background and all mm. those things so like I wanted to move to IT field actually mm. and I had some IT experience also sure. in Middle East so I wanted to understand okay first what are my transferable skills in mm. uh, related to IT so mm. I understood that I have domain knowledge of oil and gas domain knowledge of energy and utilities section mm. so some bit of telecom knowledge so how I can highlight those skills and then to strengthen that these certifications might also help so I did that parallelly and mm. I had this two pronged strategy one is to look for my core area which is oil and gas which is either available in perth and brisbane and all those areas and in mm. melbourne and sydney mostly it is it or like utilities or government related jobs which mm. i maybe i need to go for that so i had like this plan in my mind okay what all things i could apply what all things i, mm. I should not so in it what i did was in it or whatever field what i was always looking for which this strategy which worked very well for me is that I used to always look for the jobs in which there are very less number of applicants. How did you work that out? Because you can see that on LinkedIn, but on mm-hmm. Seek, do you get that kind of? No, no. Seek you will not get, but in exactly. LinkedIn sure. you can get. But even in Seek, you will get a feedback that what the similar candidates are applying, how many jobs they have applied, or mm-hmm. how many applicants were there once your CV is rejected. Mm-hmm. So you will get a mm-hmm. feel of that actually. Sure. But this help. And one thing I would ask all the migrants is that don't think Australia is only about Melbourne and Sydney. Mm. It is much beyond that. There are a lot of opportunities available in the mm. remote areas. Like if you are going to planning to uh, go to Townsville mm. or Alice Springs or Adelaide or some other places. I think there are numerous places available where you can have a good living standard also. Mm. At the same time, if your skills are met, you will get a good job also. Mm. And so you can always look beyond Melbourne and Sydney. The only advantage I believe in Melbourne and Sydney is that that you will get plethora of opportunities. Like in the remote areas, one opportunity you will get. After that, sometimes you need to move to some other job. It is very difficult because mm. you will not have that kind of opportunities available. Yeah. But the thing is that 
don't only restrict yourself to melbourne yeah. city unless you sure. have restrictions that's how yeah, i also yeah, yeah. used to see so in the current job which i applied there were only three applicants for the job in mm. i saw in the linkedin Mm. so but actually i realized after my application yeah. but i ensured that my cv and my cover letter had covered all the job descriptions correctly and what were their expectations clearly mm. so mm. that helped me in getting the interview and once and once i got my interview i was able to crack it very easily because then i was able to convince them very clearly that the hardest part Mm. for i think is getting to an interview getting because to interview yeah because if you are confident with your skills and everything mm. i will cl- easily clear the interview that is yeah. not at all a problem yeah. only problem is the cv should speak for you that yeah. that part is where we are lacking most ability agree and i think your thinking around the being open to various things mm. is very important because mm. in, from my perspective i have seen migrants being very narrowed focused on mm. options that yeah. i can't do this i can't mm. do this but yeah. being more open that i you know i'm mobile i can move to geelong i can mm-hmm. go and find work in ballarat i can mm-hmm. go to bendigo sydney yeah. being open from the very beginning helps yeah. you making those decisions yeah and at the same time some of the other things that you talked about which i also did not know about the seek profile things that you can actually figure out mm-hmm. if you are being rejected that what kind of mm-hmm. applicants that what kind of skills did they have mm-hmm. it's quite fascinating now let's yeah. talk about one of the dreaded question and i'm sure that you would have come across this mm-hmm. is around the local experience question right yeah. which everybody gets mm-hmm. asked yeah. Yeah. and everybody has different ways to approach that Mm-hmm. what do you ask those kind of questions and how did you handle that in my interview they never asked that whether he had sure. a local experience because obviously they would have figured out by now because the thing is that profile they were looking for they were not able to find in the australian market actually okay and they were looking for a person who had a experience of working in that particular software which they are t- trying to implement and fortunately i had an experience of working in a similar software and i was able to convince them that both of them are very similar to each other and the guy who was taking the interview also had a experience so for me that was not an issue but this local experience thing mm. i used to hear when i yeah. was approaching a consultant actually ah, okay. and when you go for this local consultants and all the recruitment like, consultant yeah recruitment consultant mm. they will say mm. that okay you don't have the local experience that is the mm. the problem with local consultants is that now the thing is that they go for apple to apple comparison and try mm. to get the okay, because they want the best cvs to be filtered and given to their clients actually yeah. so they are trying to do that and they are justified in doing that also sure. we cannot this is the system and we need to appreciate that. and they will have this filter criterias and all so i met some consultants and they were also advising me how to gain the local experience mm. you try to do whatever job you get so that you will get mm. the local experience and then mm. you can easily switch over to what you want to do yeah. one thing i also want to say to many migrants here is that don't think that okay i am doing in this work i will only do this work the mm. thing is that you can always go for that but maybe not right now right now you should get some local experience too mm. and then again you can switch over and uh, one thing is that here there are a lot of continuous learning opportunities so you can upskill yourself in order to match go back to whatever skills you were previously having mm. for example you were into project management earlier yeah. now you are not into project management you are doing some other job you do a local job here which is not at all related to what you are doing upskill yourself with a local certification using the money you gain here and then you can always apply and you have a local experience to back up on mm. so that's what i felt actually yeah, yeah, and yeah. and these recruitment consultants were also very helpful like they were mm. telling why you are rejected so one strategy which one of my friend 
ஒர்க்ஸ்டிக் But how do you really build that relationship? If you've See, got some experience, like, do you make a phone call to them? Do you try to persuade them? What do you do so that you win the confidence of the recruiter? Yeah, for that, what I did and what my friend did, mm. I will tell you, is that we go and personally meet the recruiter. I got an appointment. Got I, I always go for an appointment. I will say that I want to, like, for that, you need to, like, approach some 50 consultants. Then only you'll get some 10 appointments. Means you should get an appointment. Somehow, it's like you are doing a marketing job. Like, ah. you, yeah, so you need to make, ensure that you have a sufficient number of consultants you are approaching. Get an appointment. At least speak to them. get a call move on with them and then mm. they will start after it will take 2 3 months if you are going in that path actually mm. so that is one path you should pursue another is directly you can apply with the company websites actually like for example the job i got is through a direct actually through the company website so mm. there you, you are directly approaching your client means you are pro- prospective employer and talking to them what i strategy i used to do is that for this consultant kind of job i will give my plain vanilla resume with minor modification i will not spend much time on modifying them but mm. when i am directly applying for the client i would ensure that i have do a rigorous research and all those mm. things here my probability is more right so mm. that's what i used to do actually yeah yeah okay mm. okay yeah. excellent so now let's talk about linkedin obviously it's huge right linkedin yeah. you know to find work or even to mm. to further grow your career mm. do you do any particular strategies on linkedin that has helped you in terms of getting some traction in terms of getting more views to in terms of recruiter approaching you yeah uh, one thing i used to do is that i used to write blogs actually Mm. Uh, which have which helped me in getting more views and more friends actually and also continuously seeing the migration consultants are also there right so i'm saying job consultants who help people like career coaches and all i used to see their blogs and all what mm. they are advising and all like that only i got to know about yourself so i started listening to your yeah. podcast mm. and um, like many other people like mr wadaker is also there from yes. sydney yeah. so i used to listen to i mean i used to follow his posts actually yes absolutely and so all these things so the thing is that i get information from different sources so it's a continuous improvement right okay it's not that 100% full proof you are whatever you are doing is yeah. right or wrong you will okay this thing i made a mistake maybe i will improve maybe whatever is saying something like okay this is something to be modified in the cv okay next time i will do that so like that and again one thing in the linkedin there is in the linkedin premium there are many features which i like how many applicants from different areas for yeah so like for example mm. uh, in a job you can see that there are many applicants from brisbane there are many applicants from melbourne many applicants yeah. from sydney so the job location is brisbane so you can make some strategy out of this all these things mm. i used to work on mm sounds really good now how did you get your first break did you apply directly to the employer and you got your first break and can you tell us a little bit more about your first job yeah yeah it was actually it was almost i think on the third week after i came here so mm-hmm. 
I had actually first thing what I did was that I met Vinish actually Vinish Balan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of your uh, like the previous interviewee. Yes. Uh, yeah. So then he gave me some tips and all. Then he I used to follow his blogs. Sure. Then uh, he gave me some contact or some one career consultant, Mr. Mm-hmm. Terry mm-hmm. Uh, Terry O'Reilly. So then yes. what I did was that I went to him and he gave me like his plans and also I took. his plan to for one year actually mm-hmm. because i thought that i need some coaching and all those things for the mm-hmm. cv part and all those things sure. yeah and then first he ensured that my cv is as per the australian requirements and absolutely all. okay so there are many like you need to have a proper like the cover letter and then yeah. a proper your skill competency that initial part mm-hmm. of your cv which is getting scanned and all those things so and how to ensure that your cv is going beyond the initial screening the ensure that the keywords are there and all those things he yep. used to let me know and then based on that i started applying and this was my first job i applied after i consulted with mm. terry and then he reviewed my cv and everything i made the cv he reviewed my cv asked to do some modifications after that i send my cv and cover letter to the client directly to the origin energy after 3 days i got a call directly from the hiring manager Mm. and then he made an initial interview and then monday i was having an another interview mm. um, it was on friday and yep. then monday i had the other interview scheduled actually and mm. that interview it was again for an hour or something after immediately after the interview they gave me the offer actually mm. Mm. yeah excellent now so what are your tips for the migrants who are struggling give us three four kind of your pet peeves that you can leave the migrants with Yeah to be very frank I was little lucky also like this may not happen to everybody like within one month you will get the job it is purely luck but I had done the preparation but the thing is that I was prepared to struggle for 6 months or 8 months or whatever mm. the time frame mm. so mm. firstly what I want to tell to everybody is that ensure that your mindset is there for 6 to 8 months struggle mm. that should be definitely there another mm. thing is that try to get a part time job it will ensure that your survivability is more mm. and you need to know your financial situation very well mm. and i would advise that whoever is within the with the family not to bring a family immediately because that is also up to yeah. the personal thing yeah. but what i want to say is that if you bring the family your focus of job search will be gone like yeah. you will be like settling down and you will not apply and like many other things will hamper your at least one of them okay. if, if you have a partner and one of them should have the job actually mm, at mm, least mm, so that yep. then you can focus on the job and yeah. focus on your job search and the part time job also you should select in such a way that if okay they many of the part time they will allow you to work for 3 to 4 days a week and mm. all those things you should get that flexibility yes. so that your job search focus should not go yeah. i had a part time job because the second week i joined the part time job because i understood that if i continuously keep on applying for the jobs only i am going to get frustrated mm. so i need to ensure that i have something on my hand so that i have something else to think about yeah. at least and also some money so handy money in my hand to uh, ensure that my survivability is yeah. also long Yeah. So these are the things I would like, uh, and also the thing is that, and in Australia, it is not that any all job has got very good value. It's not mm. like in India, like okay, this job is degraded and that job is. Now yeah. even in India, also it is changing. But what I am trying to say is that all jobs, uh, there is nothing called menial job That's or right. good job, yeah. white collar, blue collar, nothing. True. Every job you are getting good pay. You are mm. getting a minimum. You ensure that yeah. you are getting the, your minimum pay level. 
and that's fine at least your existence you can manage with that absolutely yeah. absolutely ram look i can't thank you enough for sharing your experience because i believe that there is a power of story and that there is a power of people sharing their experiences which inspires other people yeah. i'm pretty sure that by listening to this some of the migrants will see positive things out of the experiences yeah. and will start to recalibrate how they approach the employment market once again thank you very much ram for being on your career down on the podcast yeah, yeah thanks very much naishad for giving me this opportunity and uh, i also want to say that the learning part is never ending ending yeah. i am still learning actually i am still listening to your podcast and everything for my next level what i yeah. should do so that's what even the purpose of attending this is also to learn from you also what all thank things you. yeah yeah so thank I, thanks for giving me this opportunity and i want to give all the best to all the future migrants and who are planning and who are already in australia keep going and one day you will definitely succeed and this is not a one month it's a lifetime journey actually yes. you are planning here Absolutely. that's what i wanted to say to everybody thank all you. right thank you very much thank you thanks a lot Thank you everyone for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au and if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time be well